Yo, what is up? What is up? It's your boy Jay Smooth, and you listen to the Oz Smooth Talk Show. Good afternoon, Osminski. What's up, man? Oh, nothing, man. Just coming off a great, exciting, long, full, stressful weekend. How about you? Yeah, same. Same thing. Oh, yeah. We got a lot to talk about today. Oh, yeah. So let's uh let's talk about how uh we, you know we saw uh Julio Jones is going to the Tennessee Titans. Oh yeah, hey, your friend just joined. You want to introduce her? Hi oh, yeah. guys. This, uh, we have a, hey, we have a special guest. We have Carol, who is from Dallas, Texas. What's up, Carol? How are you doing? I'm good. How are y'all? Doing oh, we're good? great. Just just do, uh, can't complain. We want to thank you for coming out to the show. Cool. I'm excited. Absolutely. So let's uh, Oz, let's first talk about like the situation with uh, Julio Jones going to the Titans. Oh yeah, I love it. I love the trade. I think it's gonna make Tennessee even better because I've heard a lot of people talking about how like, oh Julio shouldn't have gone there. He's not gonna get passed to as much. They're a they're a running team, but what Julio brings to Tennessee is just like another weapon that makes Derrick Henry even even better because not only do they got to worry about AJ Brown. Now they got to worry about Julio, which will open up the box because with the play action, and all that stuff. So I think it's just going to make them even better. I think Tennessee has a pretty good shot at going far in the playoffs this year, if not the Super Bowl. Wow. You guys got I mean, the wrong girl for this topic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is just. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah, like to, I think, before we get into the, the hard-hitting politics. Oh, absolutely. Soften it up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's my era. But oh, what yeah, you- and I think they'll make a big imp- – I think they'll make a big impact, for, especially uh, against uh, Kansas City. I mean, that's the only team you have to go through to get to the Super Bowl pretty much. Yeah, well, you can go through my Packers, but they, they always let me down. So, <laughs> And uh, – now, Aaron Rodgers has officially not shown up to the Packers minicamp, and he was fined, I think it was $93,000, which, I mean, is nothing to those guys, but it's uh, he's officially holding out, and it's not looking good. I'm, I'm not pleased. <laughs> I mean, it's his career. It's his choice. I mean, if the franchise is failing him to get him help and all the sort of support they can to win, and hey, I don't blame him. No, I, I don't either. I want him to – the only problem is, like, the Packers aren't going to trade him. It doesn't matter if he holds out or not. They're, they're just not going to do it. And what is probably going to happen is he's going to retire. And I hope he pulls Brett Farf and just retires for the year that he needs to and then joins another team. But it's uh, – I'm worried that we might not see Aaron Rodgers in the league anymore, which is really disappointing because – I, uh, the Tom Brady comparisons to him now are just going to be unarguable. Absolutely. <laughs> and, hey, I mean, it's his – I mean, he had a Hall of Fame career, and if he wants to call it quits, I mean, hey, who can't blame him? I mean, he succeeded. I mean, he has a Super Bowl ring. He has two MVPs, uh, two or three. I think I think it's three. I think it's I three. Believe. It's three, but that's a hell of a career right there. You would <laughs> think he would want to keep making money after that, you know? Exactly. He's on a – He's on a max contract right now, but that was I think I think this is his contract year. I'm I'm not positive on that, but 
he's due to make just as much money as Mahomes or any of the other quarterbacks who are on $200 million contracts. Uh, I don't see why he would. Well, I know why he wants to get out of Green Bay, and I don't blame him for that. But, I mean, he could give it one more year and just wait for his contract to be up and try and go that way. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, like I mean, we talked about. We said that he'd be perfectly, he'd perfectly fit like with the uh, L.A. Rams, oh, especially with that defense, dude. It's uh, they had to settle for Stafford over Aaron Rodgers. Oh, that's horrible. But yeah, oh, but, yeah. I, it's making me sad. I don't want to talk about the Packers anymore. <laughs> but let's talk about <laughs> LeBron. How he had no. Okay, so this past week LeBron James and his Los Angeles Lakers were eliminated in the first uh, round. And this was LeBron's first time ever losing the first round. And what did he do? He just walked off the court without showing any sportsmanship and people, uh, and people want to look up to him and call him hero and everything because how he's so actively involved in social justice. And everything. well, yeah, LeBron James has become a complete joke. Yes. His... He has completely become a complete joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He wears T-shirts that have criminals on them, and is like, "Bring justice to these criminals." Like, the justice is them being in jail. Yep, exactly. Period opinion. <laughs> no, you're a hundred percent right, LeBron. I've never been a big fan. He talks out of his ass constantly. He oh yeah. Talking about he and his his brand of social justice. And all people like him, their brand of social justice isn't justice. It's just mob, uh, mob crap. It's like there's nothing. They just see everything in color is what I feel like. Like <laughs> this, this current era right now is like, oh my God, you're black. Like this is how we should be looking at you. Oh my God, you're white. This is how we should be looking at you. Like they just see color. And like, I feel like it wasn't always like this. Yeah, it wasn't. It, this is just like, a, <clears throat> I'd say, the last decade or maybe more where it's been getting progressively worse in the in the sense of like the indoctrination of young kids and all these people who can only look at things through skin color. It, it, yeah. it didn't really be like that. Because <clears throat> now, like you said, if you're white in America now and you have the views that I have or other people like me have, you are branded a racist. It doesn't you matter. You are a complete racist in everybody's eyes. <laughs> yep. It doesn't matter how many black friends you have, how many uh, other minority friends you have. It doesn't matter you're a racist. And there's nothing that they can say. Unless you unless you cave to what they want, which is, you know, abolishing the police, uh, arrest, uh, um, all, the, all the stuff that BLM, the organization, calls for. If you don't agree with every single part of that, you're a racist and an enemy. Yeah, I actually have a pretty crazy story about that. The other day, I was sitting like in my in my room with my friends and my roommates, and they were like, "Yeah, let me just tell everybody on Twitter what you say about BLM." And I was like, "Yeah, I 100% disagree with the movement. That was such a chaotic movement that literally destroyed America, and I got so much heat for that." <laughs> Oh yeah, and it's still destroying America. I like I was, I was explaining to Josh um, a podcast or two podcasts ago how I consider BLM the organization, not the message, because Black Lives do matter. That's I do agree. Yeah, the sentence makes sense. <clears throat> it is a true fact, 
It is a true statement. Black lives matter. So do Asian lives. So do white lives. So do every single person's life. Like yep. it's, it's not, it's not about like, yes, this person's life matters. This person's not the attention seeker right now. Like that's so ridiculous to me. But I was telling him how I considered the BLM organization to be a terrorist group. It is. It is. We were talking about Hamas. Exactly. What's going on? <laughs> and oh, that's my it, era as well as a Middle Eastern girl. <laughs> are you from the Middle East? Yeah, I'm from Egypt. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Did you live there your whole life or was it like you yeah, moved? Yeah, so I moved here about six, seven years ago. Um, or I guess it's been more than that. Um, I moved here in the seventh grade. And we moved here right after the Egyptian revolution and when ISIS came to the surface and, you know, Obama was doing all these things to the Middle East. Um, we were really targeted because, you know, we're a Christian family living in an Islam, super Islamic country that, yeah. you know, doesn't want us there. So we kind of fled to America, applied for a green card, did asylum, all of that stuff. And now I'm a legal United States citizen, I guess. Well, that's awesome. Hey, hip, hip, away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't deport me. <laughs> so, would you tell us a little bit, like, how different it is, like, living in a place like Egypt compared to uh, America? Cause, like, oh, lot- yes. I could totally tell you that. Yeah, if please. you think there's something wrong with America, just think of the absolute worst case scenario, and it's ten times worse than that. Living in the Middle East was practically hell. Anytime it was Christmas or Easter, one of the churches in my city would get bombed. And we just knew we were coming next. And actually, in fact, that when I moved here, the Easter after I had moved here in Egypt, it had um, my church, the one that I usually go to, had gotten bombed by like the, a terrorist group, like ISIS. Um, the education system is very like... It's, it's not well. It's not good. I mean, it's not that great here either, but yep. in Egypt, like, you know, if you're not paying $60,000 a year for just general education, you're not getting any education. Oh, wow. The streets are trash. There's no police, literally no police. You can't call like 911 on the phone or any of that. It's just military and the military genuinely is hated by everybody mm-hmm. in in the Middle East. But, I mean, I'm here now and I'm well, so. Well, that's good. Yeah, I, I've i always speculated on what it'd be like to live over there. And uh, it's basically not good. Like all the it, people complain, like something I say to people when they complain about America to me. I'm like, you know, you could go. You don't and- understand how privileged you are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like uh, yeah. all these people, like the thing about the Hamas Israel uh, situation to me, that's really funny. Not not the fact that people are dying and stuff, but the people over here that are reacting to it, especially like the LGBT uh, ABC community, whatever. <laughs> they a lot of them support Palestine, but I don't know if they know that if they went over there and did the things they do, they'd be killed. Oh my gosh, I know. Because, okay, the thing is, people also don't understand the, like, economic part of this area because Palestine is owned by Israel. Like, (laughs) Palestine is no longer Palestine. It's Israel. It's their land. 
So they're throwing a fit. Therefore, Israel is throwing it back. And people are getting mad about it. Obviously, the war sucks. Like, seeing people get hurt and and um, innocent children, like, you know, getting their homes bombed for no reason is just so sad to me. But, you know, they started it, in my opinion. <laughs> mm-hmm. They did start it. And, like, what you said is, exact, is exactly right. Palestine isn't a thing anymore. They lost their wars. They had no money. Therefore, mm-hmm. Israel took that land. Like, yep. <laughs> And they fought wars to try and get it back. And they lost both times. And it's like through the history of the world, if you fight a war over land and you lose, you don't get it back. It's, yeah. it's like, look at Germany. They, 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 got, they got to keep some just because of the graciousness of the allies. I but, know. <laughs> I mean, it Germany before World War One used to be almost all of Europe, and then after World War One, it became what they are now, and then it got even me- more messed up after World War Two. But like the point is, if you're a, if you lose the how Americans view things now, like the left, they they view it as this as if you are successful and a rich nation like Israel is, or like we are. You're you should oppressor. be giving all of your money to everyone around mm-hmm. you. You are the oppressor, and the person that is not as successful you as you is the oppressed. So you have to let them take your stuff, let them kill your people, because you're better than them. That's why I I get in so many fights with people over this topic. I'm not giving you anything that I worked for, because it's just not mm-hmm. fair if you're going to sit at home and be lazy. Yep. But, Yeah. That's really sad, Aaron. Hey, I mean, you overcame a challenge, Carol, and it's just a blessing that you were able to make it here. And Yeah, honestly, it really is. Uh, Have you guys heard of, uh, he's a rapper, his name's Tom McDonald? Not me. Well, he's, so he is an independent, I've talked with you about him a little bit, Josh, but. Yeah, we did, Uh uh-huh. He's an independent artist who does all his own stuff. He's not owned by a label or anything, so he can say what he wants. And he he raps about um, things going on in the world right now, and but through a right wing perspective, and he just put out a song about uh, he called it Snowflakes. That's really good. You guys should listen to some of his songs after this. But he he says like one of the lines is the people that hate America the most are Americans. Yeah, no, it's it's so true. It's sad because like people who come from other countries love this place more because they appreciate it more. Yeah. That you don't know what you're, what you have until you don't have it. So when you come from, you know, elsewhere and you didn't have any of the things you have here, like I, if I were to live in Egypt, I would have never been able to drive a car on my own, um, go out by myself, all of that stuff that we can do here, stay out past 10 and all of that, you know, fun stuff. You could have never done that unless you were in America or like, you know, in another great country. Mm. But people don't understand that and they won't until they move elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. The the stuff you just said, like not being able to drive a car, not go out without someone. Were those like the the Islam rules of the area? Not in Egypt, but it was just dangerous. So that was not the rule. So in Saudi Arabia, it definitely is. Like women can't be out in public on their own. Like they have to always have a male figure, all of that Mm -hmm. stuff. But in Egypt, because we, it still has like a good amount of Christians that live there. Mm -hmm. 
um, it you it was just dangerous for women to go out, especially if you don't have a scarf over your head. You're considered mm-hmm. like a whore, basically. Yeah, and they'd know you're not. Uh, and a... then they know you're not Muslim, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes so sense. You're targeted instantly. Yeah, and you said there's no police there. It's just the military, so I imagine crime is off yeah. the chart. It has definitely gotten a lot better since I since the past few years. We've gotten a new president, and he's you know he's taking that place from zero to whatever they're trying to get to, right? Mm-hmm. So he's picking up slowly and like trying to bring back the police and the jail system and all of that because it was so corrupt, like. You should definitely read about the Egyptian revolution that happened in 2011. Yeah, I'll have to do that. I've always uh, read about like ancient Egypt and stuff and about the the gods and things, but I never I never really thought about Egypt. I never really even remembered that Egypt was part of like the Middle Eastern uh, like problem until you just told me. It I was like It wasn't. Man. It wasn't. We were we were doing really well because, you know, we didn't have all these problems until 2011, really, when things went downhill. Mm-hmm. But it, Egypt was a good country. Like, people from all over the world, like, visited. We had a great um, economy. Like, it was just wonderful overall. Mm-hmm. But it's it went downhill because, you know, ISIS. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Islamists. I know. I mean, I like, I personally believe that some Muslims are great but most of oh, yeah. a lot of the ones that are in the middle east think exactly what the quran says is the true word and that's it and the quran says kill people who don't believe in what you believe in exactly so <laughs> i yeah it's yeah. hard to deal with it but wow that's that's just crazy i know <laughs> yeah i did some i did some research on the quran uh recently and it's I don't know how people can think that that is uh, the right religion to get behind, honestly. I know. When you think <laughs> of religion, you think of peace and all of that. And that's not bringing you any peace. No, that's just kill people who don't believe the same as you. Subject and women. Um, every, all the bad stuff that the left pretends to not like. The, the, the craziest thing to me is that the the left in our government and throughout our country, they they seem to love the Muslim religion. I but know they preach. They're liars. That's all it is. They don't they care. They preach against the Christianity and how we force our words, um, buddy. But in reality, that's what we believe in. Why are you respecting another religion more than the other? It's so bizarre to me. <laughs> Yep, it's it's a joke. A little later, I'm going to talk about one of the um, the leaders of the squad and uh, some of her stuff. And she's she hangs out with all the the two Muslims in our Congress that are anti-Semitic and just gross people. Uh, Rashid Tlaib and um, Ilan Omar with their openly anti-Semitic views and uh, support for terrorist groups. It's 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 crazy. Like that, those people are allowed. To be in our our government, which is supposed to protect people, but but that's for yeah, later. But, but Oz, uh, I didn't mention you. There's a lot of black people who are going Muslim, and I think that what they're doing is they're thinking that that Christians uh, were slave owners. And what people don't understand is what they don't understand is that that a lot of them, those slave owners, they use 
false teachings out of the Bible and use it and use it on them. Yeah, that 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 sentiment that Christians own slaves, so we're not going to be Christian is so ridiculous for a bunch of reasons. Reason number one, it wasn't just white people that owned slaves. I mean, the first slave owner in America was African-American. Um, the African oh, but try to say that to any leftist and hell will break loose. <laughs> but and, and everyone also always forgets that not only did slavery exist everywhere in the world at one point in time, but the people who sold African-Americans to the the East and uh, the triangle trade or whatever it was called, they were Africans. It was Africans selling other tribes to the slave trade and it's all horrible but you can't blame christianity for it yeah bad people in the south used misquotes from the bible to defend it but people have used bad uh, misquotes from the bible to defend everything like they they even say like god never said anything about homosexuality they just people who call themselves christian aren't always christian they exactly. believe in Jesus Christ. They don't know anything about what he has written or the prophet's words. They don't know these things. They yep. just go by the the word I'm Christian and then their behavior obviously doesn't act upon that. Yep. And so we get this kind of reputation, just this as like the same reputation that the Muslims have. You know, not every Muslim is a terrorist. Not every mm-hmm. girl with a hijab is going to be wearing a bomb under her scarf. That's so bizarre, but... Mm-hmm. The fact that we're not grouping them, but we're kind of assuming that all Christians are like super insanely racist and they hate gays and they hate all of these things. Like that's so untrue. Mm-hmm. We hate the sin, but we uh, we love the person. Hate the sin, yeah, love the person. Hate the sin, love the sinner. <clears throat> yeah, it's and I don't know. I've never been to a black Christian church but I know they have a great time. I've seen videos and stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, we have a great time, Haas. It's yeah. so fun. <laughs> and I, yeah, it's just, it's that, that, that excuse that Christians own slaves. I mean, I mean, they're, ISIS owns slaves now. <laughs> like, ISIS does way worse than own slaves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. I would rather be working with no money but at least i'm alive (laughs) (laughs) some things those uh terrorists do is just appalling i've seen i've seen videos of them decapitating people and i saw a video of um a terrorist group in um i can't remember if it was kenya it was somewhere in africa but these soldiers just went into a village dragged out um a mother her baby that was on her back and um another mother and child and they just lined them up and just sprayed into them with an ak-47 and it was disgusting and every time i see one of those things i'm like man people are so dumb they're so messed up so selfish and uh, like to complain about being here and america has its problems but they hate christians like you said yeah. It's just not nearly as bad as anywhere else in the world. And I mm-hmm. I feel like now in America, we find everything to kind of, you know, reach for. We're just trying to, to make a problem out of nothing. 
I, yeah, I even saw TikTok um, last night. You know, you scroll in bed for six hours, and I saw this TikTok that made me so angry. This Asian girl was at um, Trader Joe's, and then, like, they have, like, you know, the Mexican food section. Because mm-hmm. who doesn't love tacos? Like, we all love tacos. Yeah, for real. Um, and it's, like, they it's the um, Trader Joe's brand, but you know it it's mexican food and she was like this is culture appropriation this is all of that crap (laughs) and obviously all the hispanic people um in the comments were like girl we don't care we just want tacos like nobody nobody thinks about these things other than americans (laughs) Yep. just like chick-fil-a like they don't they hate that brand and burger king is trying to make Trying to take a shot at them, saying, "Oh, you can come get a free chicken sandwich on Sun. You can get a chicken sandwich on Sunday and donate money to LGBT Pride and all that." Like, I'm just like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's the the battle we're in right now. Like, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I certainly have. Just the amount of um, like gay trans idol um, ideology that's been trying to be forced down on people lately, and like Burger King. They told us, like, we don't like you, like us, conservatives, Republicans, people who oh, yeah. are morally correct. Honestly, they, who they, even they, cares about Burger King? It is so oh, irrelevant. Yeah. Nobody eats there. <laughs> the food is trash. They have horse meat. So. The only time I get Burger King was when I'd be driving from Michigan to Ohio when I was still at Walsh, and I took the tolls. So they had those, like, kiosks or those big, like, rest areas, and the only place that they had in them that looked any good was Burger King. And that, that's the only th- they're a they're a toll road, nothing else to eat kind of a place. It's gross, and they 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 want to like all these like I saw I do you guys know what uh, pit vipers are? They're uh, sunglasses like '80s style sunglasses, big big lenses and stuff. Nah, uh-uh. well they're they're cool glasses, and uh, their Instagram page put out a new thing for Pride Month. Uh, Are you serious? No, I'm I'm dead serious, dude. And my buddy was, and wow. it had a bunch of gay stuff on it, and the all the comments were like, "You know who your like fan base is, right? We don't like this shit." And it got it got so bad that uh, Pit Viper turned the comments off for the post. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's, that's, that's crazy. Like uh, every. Every time it's gay month or whatever, because apparently, apparently June's gay month. I everything <laughs> gay month. Like thanks, Obama. <laughs> it's ridiculous, but every like the first day of June every year, every company puts out a like we're gay too, <laughs> like and it's like a uh, Bud Bud Light did it. They did a thing which it was um. They had their like letters on the side, and it was like, "Let's go grab a beer, queers," and it said that like in rainbow letters. That honestly the- sounds offensive. <laughs> it sounds offensive, but I mean, apparently, queer is not an offensive term. Which I, I don't, I don't, I don't really care who who thinks what's offensive anymore because everything's offensive. Everything's offensive. But like yeah. I, I am so sick. Of seeing all this, uh, LG. I, I don't even like calling them the by the proper name because it's. It, it, I don't like it. But the everything is LGBTQ. Uh, they just changed their flag 
So it looks like uh, um, yeah, I saw that. That's disgusting. Yeah, Ben Shapiro said it looked like cat vomit on colors, and then they just. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm gonna go look it up right now. They added like intersex and some things, and intersex doesn't even meet the definition of their thing. Like intersex is a medical condition that's real, not not um, not all the fake nonsense that they push through on people. And but it's just it's not going to stop like they're they're talking about taking this is real. They're talking about taking foster kids away from parents who foster them if they don't teach them about the LGBT community and about transgenderism and all this stuff. They're thinking they want to take them away from those foster parents because it's not inclusive enough. That's ridiculous. But the, the thing is, that's the end goal. Like, the end goal yeah. is to bring social workers to your house. And if you don't like the idea of transgenderism or LGBTQ, they want to take away your kids. And th- that is the end goal of all of this. Yeah, Oz, they're forcing it down on kids. I mean, you see it in cartoons. Like, they're so, endorsing it. It's terrible. That Blue's Clues thing you sent me? <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude. That's terrible. I remember watching Blue's Clues. I do too. That used to be like a fun family show. Yeah. They had an episode with a a dude who thinks he's a girl. Uh, Right? That was the thing. Because I I don't remember pronouns. I don't. I call person what they are biologically. (laughs) Yeah. If you are a woman and you have boobs, but you tell me. Yeah. It's it's not going to happen. I will never do it. It's ridiculous, especially the they, um, the they them thing. Like that's even more ridiculous. But they they had one of these guys who think he's a girl in cartoon form singing this really gay song about every kind of disgusting, perverse idea of sexuality to kids on a kids show that's targeted at, at like four year olds and. <laughs> I, I couldn't watch. I couldn't get through it. Like they got to, um, I, I I don't even, I can't even give it the dignity of remembering all the crap they said, but it was just like, and it's disgusting. I, and I don't know how it's got to this point where this is acceptable. Like 30 years ago, that, that's it. Like 30, like 1990s, this would not have happened. Like people had a sense of morality back then. And they would not accept their kids being taught this stuff. It's so damaging. Yeah, it's ridiculous, and it's, it has to. It's got to. It's not going to stop, but not- it has to stop. It needs to stop. Like this is just, these kids are so young; they do not need to hear this. They don't need this influence in their life. Yep, and kids- about Jesus. Yeah, that's what they should be learning about. Not if they can cut off their ding dong and. <laughs> <laughs> Like any per- any parent who tells their child that that's acceptable and puts them on hormones or has them do surgery, they should be arrested and thrown in prison for the rest of their lives. Because that is one of that, that's one of the highest forms of child abuse. It's something you can't change, and it it sickens me. Yeah, it is. That's just that's just ridiculous. And I just, I just wish 
somebody can just step up. But you know, like I said, if we step up and say something, we get canceled or we labeled as a homophobe or a racist. I, I think we lost Carol there. I think we lost Carol. <laughs> you can invite her back. But like, I think I don't care if people call me homophobic because number one, that word is um, not correct because a phobia is you're scared of something. I'm not scared of gay people. Nobody. Or... I'm not scared. No, no one's scared. Who would be scared? I'm not scared of them. I don't. Uh, what I am scared of is their views being pushed on my kids one day as they're being pushed on all of us right now. Because I, oh, I feel sorry for the man or woman who te- like tries to fill my kid's head with those lies. Because it, <laughs> that's something that will not happen. It, it, I know there are more people out there who think like that, but like you said, you people are too scared to talk like we do, you know. Yeah, I, I don't, I'm, I don't care. I, I told you in the first episode or the second one, I don't care if I get canceled because that means that I'm being, I'm right, basically. Yeah, Every- I, mean, I got canceled, you know, <laughs> Stephen Ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I can't. Yeah, I cannot believe that guy canceled me. I'm like, no. Let me tell you. So I used to like. I was there for Stephen, and I was really good friends with Stephen. We used to go to parties together, and um, oh, yeah, there was one time, there was one time that uh, he and Rads was stuck in the snow. It was like <laughs> three or four o'clock in the in the morning. I went up there to where they were and picked them up and took them back to Washington when their car was uh was jammed. I'm like, what kind of person? I, like, that's the that's a real person. Like, why would you cancel someone who does that? And then there were other times where he said he was sad, and I would send him scripture to to hopefully heal him. And then he does something like that. Like, what kind of friend? What kind of person is he? He's just a disgusting person. What do you mean he um he canceled you? Like he unadded me on everything. Don't want to talk to me. It just it's oh. really sad. I mean, me and Stephen used to be good friends too. I mean. We never agreed on politics and stuff, and we'd have arguments about it. But that's all it was. It was, like, discussions. And then I said something about Jacob Blake months ago, and he he didn't like what I said and talked to me. And I tried to talk to him about it, but he just said I was racist. And Which, I mean, every everyone who went to that school with us, who was on that football team, should know that I'm not a racist person. You know? Like... Yeah, the never had a problem at Walsh. Like when I was a freshman, I don't know if you remember this, but you remember the Big Brother stuff? Yeah, Big Brother, Little Brother. Yes, I I remember doing that my freshman year, and like my dream vacation or something was to go to Africa and go on a safari and go hunting. And when I said that, (laughs) everyone in the auditorium was like, "Oh my gosh, he wants to hunt black people," and I was. Like, do you remember this? I think I do remember this, yes. And I, I was taken aback. I was like, how could that be what they thought I was talking about? And I was like, no, I meant, like, lions and and zebras and stuff. Like, no, I don't want to go over there and hunt people. That's, But that's where everyone's mind went to. And I was like, wow. That's just nuts. But, yeah. um, it, it's... But, it's uh... Even he he hasn't said anything to me about the podcast. So I invite. He ain't said nothing to me either. Like I, I, everyone who has a problem with what I say, 
or what Josh says to come talk to me about it because I can have a discussion, which is something that cannot be said for many on the left because that conversation just ends with them yelling at you that you're racist or ignorant when they don't really know what ignorant means. Yeah. And I, I stand by that. And I don't, I don't hate Steven. I don't I, hate Steven either. Like I, and I would, like I said, I was there for Steven. I was a supporter of Steven and helped him out. Even when he said he, when he's like, he said he was going through some, some shit. And then even went to go pick him up at four o'clock in the morning at snow. And when it was snowing outside, I'm like, what kind of person are you? Like, what? Like, it's just disgusting. All yeah. because of a, my my views. Exactly. And to my friends who disagree with my politics and stayed my friends, I really appreciate all you guys. You guys are real. Uh, like, um, that's what how America needs to be. Like, just because we have a different poli- uh, politics doesn't mean we can't be friends. It's like a sports team. We yeah. like this one sports team. And I like this other sports team. We may not like each other's teams, but hey, we're still brothers. Yeah, like I despise the Pittsburgh Steelers. And <laughs> you and Brad <laughs> like them a lot. I love them. I love the Steelers. <laughs> yeah. But uh, is your is uh, your friend Kara? going back? Uh, I don't know. She was having problems with this. But uh, that's all we have for today. Thanks for listening to the show. And tune us back in next week.